Hey guys, it's Justin Hill here. Strap on your high heels and put on your pads because we're going drag racing. Ah, crap. She's bottomed out, guys. Play the music. Welcome to Stan Original RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under the Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Hill, and we are back with another episode and another Eliminated Queen this week. I am, of course, talking to the one and only Yuri Guy, one of the most talented and most adorable queens we've ever had on this show. Today, we're going to talk about that moment you may have heard at the end of this week's episode where RuPaul said she thought that there was something in Yuri's past that might be stopping her from having confidence. I actually asked Yuri what that is, and she revealed reveals to me, you know, um, the, the emotional story behind it. We also find out if she knows who Sophie Monk is, who Tina Arena is. I think you can probably guess what the answer is there. She's filthy. She's glamorous. She's just plain trash. It's Yuri Guy. Hi, hello. Oh my God, genius name. I absolutely love your name. Does anyone get confused by it or do most people get it straight away? Oh no, if, it's, it's this whole debacle, isn't it? Like no no one understands it. Everyone thinks it's the country. Do you think it's the country? It's not no! the country. Okay. You're a dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's because I'm a man. You're you know? a man in a dress. It's hilarious. Yes. I don't know why more people are talking about it. It's one of the best, like, punny names I've seen when it comes to a drag queen. Very, very clever. Yeah, um, thank you. You have been such a little shining star on this show. I mean, what an incredible run, you know, for a queen who, I mean, but the thing is you've been doing drag for eight years. This is yeah. not a new thing. It's just that you started when you were super bloody young, right? Yeah. Yeah. I started when I was 18. Yeah. So um, it's just been my eighth birthday as Yuri. Yay. Oh, yay. <laughs> Happy birthday to Yuri. Oh. It's so wild. I mean, I feel like, am I right in saying that, like, um, you probably went into this drag competition, you know, knowing quite a bit about who you are after doing drag for eight years. And do you feel like you have, like, grown heaps since doing the competition to even further understand what it means to do your art and be your guy? Yeah, no, definitely. Like, you know, I'm con- oh, we say confident in quotation marks right now. <laughs> Going in, I was confident um, in my drag and, like, I knew who Yuri was. I was like, Yuri is Yuri. I don't know how to explain myself. I am who I am. But, um, so I knew who I was. Just plain trash. Yeah, just trash. Glamorous, filthy, just plain trash. Just a whole round terrible person. But, um, (laughs) then going into the show knowing this, uh, but then just being in this group of, like, really loud, more confident, um, eccentric characters. I was like, Mm. oh my gosh, I am so out of my depth. I have no idea what I'm doing, but what I've learned throughout the whole experience of Drag Race is it doesn't matter. You don't have to be the most confident as or the most outspoken or the Mm. most talkative as long as you're confident in your drag and in yourself and yeah you know you believe in yourself and you're like I can do this like me on the show I just tried my best I was like I'm not good at this but I'm gonna give it my best totally. and see what happens so and like, one of I've- my favorite moments was your bloody comeback from at the brunch the, <laughs> like, the bung eye comeback I was like bung standing comeback. up like clapping that was I, I mean insane for you to be like have something like that happen to you for starters and then to just 
come back and absolutely knock it out of the park. Yeah. Like, honestly, it was... People, someone called me Yuri Stai, which is funny. I love that. I love that one. That's a good one. Um, Yuri Guai. (laughs) But um, honestly, like, during, while we were filming that, like, we had no idea what was happening or what Mm. was going to happen. So when I had to go to the A&E, I was like, I am not going home because of an an eye affection. Like, Mm. I am not leaving over something so stupid i was like, it's fine like if i go blind it's all it's right. only your health <laughs> like i'm gonna i'm not gonna let spanky down or because like, we worked so hard on yeah. our script together and everything so i wasn't gonna let something in my opinion so little like it disrupts that yeah, totally yeah, exactly. and, and the thing is is like it was such a comeback i mean you just you know we all were feeling for you and just like oh my god you've worked so hard to get to this point and i think it's um similar to like um you know like uh, there was a drag queen on uk's uh, in drag race who got covid and then yeah. couldn't come back like it was it was the same kind of thing i was just like no don't let this be the thing that like knocks her out of the competition i was yeah. expecting you to come back with a full like glittery eye patch like madonna oh my I was gosh like, so, <laughs> tell um, me. I was like talking and I was like, can I just wear an eye patch? I was like, yeah, yeah. just let me on with an eye patch. And then they're like, uh, okay, you can wear an eye patch. But then I got there and I was like, I'm not wearing an eye patch. So <laughs> I just put on makeup on my eye when I wasn't meant to. I was like, I'm not wearing an eye patch. I don't care. I'm not going out looking oh she's a rule breaker she's a rule breaker Mm -hmm. all right let's jump into this episode um you know we see there's a message from Minnie on the the mirror thanking yourself um Spanky and Kong yeah yeah. I mean (laughs) it felt very awkward it was it that awkward in real life when you were there I just okay so when it comes to anything to do I don't know like drama or anything all I can do is just laugh yeah so like i found it so funny i was just like wow actually can we talk about your laugh for a minute (laughs) because i i I feel like like hannah's laugh we have seen a lot through this season but one thing i realized about you when i was at the premiere is that you have an evil cackle as well and it is just as evil as hannah's i don't think people know this about you no, um, yeah, I feel like a few of us have a few ev- evil cackles, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so great. I mean, okay, so then we go into um, Bev kind of like fashioning herself as a lip sync assassin. Is she though? I don't know. Can you give yourself that title? I'm not sure if you can. I mean, self-appointed. Usually yeah, self-appointed. other people would. I think, I think it's like you send three people home and then you're a lip sync assassin, but... Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I immediately would call, um, you know, Queen a lip sync assassin because anyone, I mean, just Google her. Like if you've seen know, any literally. of her performances, I would be shitting myself going up against her. Um, we then um, see that Sophie Monk is our guest star and we jump straight into the reading challenge. Oh now, gosh. <laughs> those glasses look like they were borrowed from one of the crew members for starters. I mean, <laughs> could we have not had some like Dame Edna? I, like oh, Spanky had cute, them from last they? week. <laughs> They just steal Spanky's ones. Right. I don't know why they didn't. Um, and then Bev obviously has this really awkward sex joke about you and Queen. And I and mean, the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower. I'm not going <laughs> to explain what it means, but people at home could probably figure it out. I mean, Just Google it. Yeah. <laughs> 
was there any sexual tension to to bring that joke on? Was there a reason she picked you two? I mean, it just was felt very left of field. I honestly have no idea. I <laughs> I have no idea. Like to be honest, the whole reading challenge was just a, a mess, in my opinion. <laughs> see on your face you were like can I go and Rue was like yes and you, you were just like, like oh god oh god <laughs> <laughs> but it's still fun though right I mean the thing is though is I think people need to understand is that not every queen is good at is good at absolutely everything you know you yeah. give it a crack um but reading just may not be your thing and that's quite exactly. okay but I love your attitude of I'm just gonna try my best like I'm just gonna give it a go literally my whole, the whole thing throughout the whole season is I'm just going to try my best and give it a go. If it doesn't work, <laughs> at least <Yeah>. I tried. <laughs> um, now, Spanky mentions your bung eye, but your bung eye's gone. So I think that's a bit like redundant. But I did want to ask you one thing. Later on in when Molly's doing her lyrics, she says, you're giving me an eyesore. Was that a read at you? Well, I, I, I don't think so. Maybe it was. Very maybe convenient. maybe I was just plain dumb and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, Look, I don't think yes. Molly would do that. Yeah, Molly's a little shady little bitch. No, <laughs> <laughs> and it was about me. No, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Let's start some drama. God, it can't yeah, just yeah. be between Minnie and everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Um, um, Yuri was robbed. First yeah. episode and, and this one. No. Yeah. <laughs> Robbed, robbed. Um, now, obviously, Hannah and, and Queen do a great job at reading. Is this something that you are just not, is not in your repertoire of drag stuff? Because, I mean, anyone who's seen any of your performances knows what you're incredible at. I mean, just look at your makeup. It's, it's, you just, there's so much detail to look at. I've, every time I've seen you, I found myself going, wow, like, like, look at that. And then your eyes drawn to something else. But is reading just something that just never really came across your, you know, in front of you when you were, doing your drag for me and like with when I'm with my friends and everything I feel like reading is more we do it when we're drinking and when we're yeah. drunk and we're out we I, like I personally don't just read people just for the fun of it I just it just happens so totally. like, like you if your friend to had it, four Tabasco bottles in their room <laughs> yeah you've watched my story hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like you know, it's it's great, especially when they're so easy to read or like just little things. Mm. But like when it's with people that you aren't over for me personally, when you're not familiar with totally people and when you're cold cold stone sober, I'm like, oh my god, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> and also too, you don't I mean, in this situation, there have been quite a few dramatic moments. It's been quite a dramatic season so far. You don't know what buttons you're pushing. So you might like yeah. make fun of someone and then it could like turn into one of these dramatic table talks that we've had. Yeah. And and I feel like these table talks are where all the drama happens, you know, like the girls, the girls are like, this is where I'm going to bring up the issue that I've got with you. Yeah. And like, but you had a cracker, you know, saying, um, you know, you were, you were saying, I think it was to Molly. I think you were like, you're giving her a little bit back when you were sitting at the table. Oh, was I? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> you're like, well, me? You know, what do you mean? Me? No, never. <laughs> I would never talk back to anyone. No. <laughs> 
Um, the maxi challenge we go into is the new track Bosom Buddies, which we love. Bosom. We've got the Babs, the Broadcast Bitches, and the Hung Divas, which if any of our listeners are listening from outside of Australia, this probably needs a little bit of explanation. There was a group in Australia called the Young Divas that were made up of, um, you know, a lot of singers that we knew and loved. They came together and had quite a bit of success for a while in Australia. So that's kind of where Hung Divas comes from. Did you know that? Did that click straight away? I for you? did not know this, but like, <laughs> I knew, I knew um, because Beverly sort of explained it to me. Well, because I don't know, it was I was like, I don't get it, but okay, all good. Yeah, I'll just go with it. <laughs> You're so cute. That's so funny. <laughs> Wait, did you know who Sophie Monk was? No, I had no <laughs> idea who Sophie Monk was. They're like, it's Sophie Monk, and I was like. <laughs> You're like, just yay. I'm just smiling. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea who this is. <laughs> oh my god, you kill me! That's so great. Um, and then you know, obviously, uh, we see you kind of like going through this. And again, I don't know. I don't want to say you were struggling with the choreography because I feel like as a queen who, um, you know, your attitude is that you are giving it your best. You really did, and it, that came down to the critiques at the end, where it was literally splitting hairs. And I think. Yeah you know, to say that you were struggling is probably like a very harsh critique because you did an amazing job. I mean, you nailed the choreography. Your rap was brilliant. Um, you got, you did get a bit of shade from Bev where she was worried about the speed of your rap, but you were like straight back there and you were like, well, are you worried about yours? And it was like, yeah. I really like that, how you are not just, you don't just let people walk all over you. You're like, no, nah, no, nah, hang on a minute. Like I'm going to, I'm going to push back. Have you always found as a queen that you have had to do that to stand your ground? No, definitely. I feel like I just love, for me, like, I, I don't know why I just love proving people wrong. <laughs> oh, don't we all? It's like, oh, you think I can't do this, but I'm going to try my best. And if I can't do it, well, then, yeah, okay, great. But, like, at least, you know, I don't know. I, I gave it a red I hot go. Like it, yeah, I gave it a hot go. I gave it my best and I, I still love what I did. And I, you know, I think it's great, amazing. Same. and. And, you know, it just, <laughs> I don't know. But, but isn't um, it isn't it a great feeling, though? It must have been a great feeling to stand on that stage. And you did say, you know, in, in, in Untucked that you, you did feel like it was going to be you and Molly in the bottom and you were telling Bev to shut up. But, I mean, the, the, the critiques were, gosh, they were literally splitting hairs. I mean, yeah. they were saying stuff like, oh, you, you missed a tiny bit of this or whatever. And, but one thing I love about our Australasian queens is that you may not be great at reading, but f- me, do you put on a show? Like I just could, I just sat watching this episode and watching those performances of both groups with the biggest smile on my face because you all looked like you were having a ball. Is that yeah. how it felt when you were doing it? Like, honestly, before we actually did it, I was stressing out. I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but as always. But then once you go on stage, you just have to have fun. And it doesn't matter if you mess up or yep. make a fool of yourself. You're, you're, I'm a man in a wig, so <laughs> I'm already making a fool of myself. It doesn't matter. So just go out and have fun. And I, I had a lot of fun doing it. My feet did not have fun, but I had no. a lot of fun. Um, so I'm just. And you looked amazing while else. doing it. I mean, and, and. Was my of, leotard a little bit too small at the bottom? Uh, who cares? At least it wasn't baggy <laughs> like the other girls. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
you know, we don't want to see any baggy, uh, any baggy spanks on you. Now, the theme, the runway theme was belts, buckles and chains. And I wanted to check with your outfit. Did you have a ponytail made out of chains? Yes, it was that very, was very heavy. Awesome. <laughs> I was going to say awesome, but heavy. Yeah. Like when I was hopping into it, someone had to hold it, the, just the hair so I could like, otherwise I wouldn't be able, I don't know. It was, it was a struggle. It's a struggle. It's this right here. It's, it's right behind oh. you. Oh God, check it out. It's that it's heavy. So it heavy. just fell off. <laughs> literally, literally. It's so heavy. It has three coat hangers holding it, but they just, Oh, wow. Yeah, I will pick that up. I mean, you really did bring us some incredible looks this season. That Praying Mantis look was so memorable. And to get such praise from the judges just must have just tickled you pink. I mean, your design challenge outfit. I wanted to ask you, though, very interestingly, your design challenge outfit was very similar to Molly's runway outfit. Like, was that, that just was a pure coincidence because Molly. The so Molly's oh, was a disconnected, um, like chaps. and chains, yeah. yeah. And then, but then, and you know, how with your design challenge, how you had that that dress that had the piece at the bottom and it was disconnected as well, super similar, yeah. No, so like chaps, uh, you know, with mm. chaps, but let's do the opposite. I've, I've made a few outfits in the past that, um, yeah. have the opposite of chaps where it has a hip cut out rather right. than. The legs, yep. The legs, yeah. So, like, I thought it was a cute, a cute design, and it was, you know, now too bad I to work with it. that. Yeah, who cares? Details, details. <laughs> um, now you get to go back to Untucked, and Sophie Monk calls in. Who is Sophie Monk? Well, she's an Australian singer. Uh, she was in a girl band herself called Bardot, and then was a solo artist, and then has also been our bachelorette here in Australia. So this is all oh, probably cute. news to you. Yes, <laughs> I love, love that you. This is new. Love her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and finally, there was something I wanted to ask you about. Rue says in the episode, when she's talking about you and the, and the you know, the judging panel are saying how incredible you are. Rue says, um, and I don't know if this has been brought up to you yet, but she says, I feel like there's something in Yuri's background that is holding her back. Do you yeah. feel like there is something that um, does do that to you or is, is that something you're aware of or is, you know, have, is that something you've gotten over since doing the show? What would you say if Rue would ask you that question? No, definitely. Um, I used to be in this really toxic relationship um, mm. and I went in being this really confident drag queen and then just being belittled and talked down at, told my mm-hmm. drag is shit that I'm terrible, told to like that my voice doesn't matter. It was like all this terrible stuff. And then so coming out of the relationship, I was just really like, I felt like, Oh, I'm going to quit drag. I'm going to do this. I'm not, you know, I'm a terrible person and everything, but so it's just slowly building back up my confidence and slowly trying to get rid of that voice in my head that keeps telling me, Mm. you know, cause it's from someone very close to me that I loved that I spent years with yep. that um kept you know so it's just this voice in my head. Telling you yeah totally. yeah so it's just trying to get rid of that and whenever I was like oh I'm gonna go do this but then I have this voice being like oh no yeah. but 
no, no, it doesn't Anything matter. Be a you're very tricky thing to like. Rue talks a lot about her inner saboteur and stuff like that. Yeah. And it, it can be a very difficult thing, and I feel like we all have it. And the difference with you is that you have actually, unfortunately, had someone in real life that said it to you, and that yeah. person probably has. I, and the only way I can look at it is that person probably had a lot of their own inner issues, and yeah. were perhaps a bit jealous of you because you have to know you are an outstanding queen. Like, I mean, I know it's very easy for someone to say that to you, but look in the mirror you are incredible yeah. like and i feel like that what you need to do is and and i'm sure you do this is that listen to the praise that people are giving you yeah. because you are absolutely incredible and i mean you're a rue girl forever now you were you were selected by rupaul i mean there's no other accolade that you could get that tells yeah. you you are an awesome drag queen yeah. um no- and it has been a privilege to watch you on this show. I think oh, you're so, you. so talented. Um, you do that lip sync to Chains by Tina Arena. I no idea who it. Tina Arena was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tina what Arena. <laughs> but I realised that this was the remix. This wasn't the original. Yes. No, I the remix, the, the, the original is quite a bit slower. The remix yeah. um, is, is very dancey. Iconic Australian. She's from News the 90s. <laughs> oh, my God, you're so adorable. Um, look, I have just loved watching you on this show and I cannot wait to see more of you. I feel like even just seeing you at the premiere gave me like a whole nother look at your, you know, your personality. I hope you had an amazing time because we oh, had an amazing yes, time definitely. watching you. Definitely. I had such an amazing time and everyone's been so lovely and like it's more everything and more that I could have dreamed for and I just had so much fun and I just keep having so much fun and I'm happy that finally I get to show the world the messy ass little bitch I am. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> Yuri Guy, thank you so much for chatting to me today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, that's it for another week. Thank you so much for joining me and thank you to Yuri Guy. I'm very disappointed to see her go, but she is an incredible queen. We're going to see some amazing things from her in the future. We've only got a couple of episodes left of the standard original series, RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Who do you want to win? Who do you think is going to be the final three? Who's going to take out the crown? Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on the Listener app or wherever you get your podcasts now. Follow me on social media at just underscore hill and you can catch a new episode of the standard original series, RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under every Saturday only on Stan.